choose to live. Tell your story, tell your song, tell your truth. It's all about you. Speak truth to life. With your host, Pam Osby. Hope everyone's doing well wherever you are in the world. This is your host, Pam Osby, Speak Truth to Life, where we talk about society, culture, and trending topics. So I wanted to go back to the Shanquilla Robinson case because one, we haven't heard anything from Mexico. There's been nothing happening, and it's almost three months since she departed. It might be more than three months. So due to lack of action, Shanquilla Robinson's family is taking action. And so the activists in her town are planning a walk from Little Rock AME Zion Church in Charlotte on Saturday to a local post office and mail 1,000 pink letters to the authorities to demand justice in her death. The march leader is Mario Black, said he hopes to just kind of help them push a little bit harder than what they've already been doing. They haven't been doing much in this case at all. And basically, the demonstration is coming four months after her, after her untimely death, when she took a vacation with friends who now everybody calls the Cabo Six, and she died on October 29th. Um, no update on the arrest has emerged. Multiple U.S. authorities have intervened, including the FBI. The Mexican officials said that her death was being investigated as a homicide and that a warrant for one of the Cabo Six, still unnamed, had been issued. But they also said that extradition from U.S. to Mexico involves legal hurdles and can take a lot of time. Um, this is just an unfortunate situation because, honestly, this family has endured a lot. Uh, having to see their loved one prominently displayed on the news over and over, uh, seeing her death. She appeared to be a very beautiful, vibrant young, young woman. And... Remember, the final autopsy indicated she died from severe spinal and cord injury and atlas luxation within 15 minutes of being beaten. They said that she likely died within 15 minutes of the blunt force, force trauma that she experienced. So I just wanted to like let you guys know um, that's what's going on with Shanquilla. Um, it's, it's just such a sad, sad situation. Um, I don't know what's going on in Mexico, what the Mexican authorities, uh, article was just written, um, pretty much saying the same thing, what I just explained. I don't know. Um, there's, it seems like nothing happening on social media. I have literally not seen too many people talk about Shanquilla. Um, but I hope the family still continues to push um, for some justice in this case, just because this is something so terrible that should have never happened. 
And I know uh, on the subject of untimely deaths, um, Nipsey Hussle's um, killer got sentenced. This man, um, Nip, a rap, uh, Nipsey Hussle was a rapper and he was about to open up like some um, business in his neighborhood in LA when he was shot right outside of the establishment. And so um, recently a Los Angeles judge um, sentenced this man convicted of gunning down Nipsey Hussle to 60 years in life in prison. After hearing testimonies, the immense cost of killing a hip hop star and neighborhood leader. Um, and I don't know, but the Superior Court Judge uh, H. Clay Jackie II handed down the sentence. Eric Holder, age 33, who was found guilty of the 2019 um, first degree murder of Grammy nominated hip hop artist um, Hustle. And Hustle was outside of his closing store called The Marathon, which is also one of Nipsey's albums. So they, although the judge said that, you know, the the individual who murdered Nipsey Hussle has a mental illness. He, the judge didn't want to, just was trying to be as mindful of the devastation caused by the death of this man and what the family and victims had to go through. So he felt like the sentence balanced it out. Um, Jackie sentenced Holder to 25 years of life for the murder, 25 more for firearm sentencing enhancement, and 10 for assault with a firearm. He set several other sentencing additions and ordered the ordered that others run concurrent. All of the the sentences to rock, go concurrent, and so uh, although Holder, uh, this man uh, Eric Holder. Uh, has already um, served four years, so it's like four years they gave him credit for that, but he still has to serve his time. And there was a statement by Herman Cowboy Douglas, who was a close friend of Hustle, and was standing with him when he was killed, testified during the trial. Uh, quote, he said, Nipsey was my friend. He was like a son. He was like a dad. And Douglas took off his black cowboy, you know, when he entered the courtroom and wore a sweatshirt with a picture of Hustle on the front. Quote, our community right now, we lost everything. Everything we work for, one man's mistake, one man's action, messed up a whole community. So um, it's a sad situation, to be honest. I mean, because I keep thinking that I know for sure you got a lot of people in different communities walking around that got mental health is issues and people, other people know it. And nobody says anything because it's just accepted. And nobody wants to say anything because it's uncomfortable to talk about mental health issues. But if we don't be brothers and sisters and look out for each other and try to encourage each other to get help, I mean, at least get help, you know? So 
we've done our part if we encourage that person. Now, maybe that person won't listen to us. Maybe that person be like, no, nah, I don't care. Or maybe they don't want to talk about the fact that they have a mental health issue. And then they go out and do something terrible like this, like kill somebody. At least you've done your part. That's just how I feel. Um, because we can't make people go and take medicine. or, But we can encourage them to have a healthy life. We can encourage them to go to a therapist or, you know, find a therapist or take advantage of other resources that's going to help them deal with their condition. But again, a lot of times, either they may not have somebody to talk to or they're not accepting of their situation. Not sure, you know, if this man, Holder, had any, you know, assistance with his mental health issues, not negating the terrible crime he did, okay? I was just wondering how he got to that place. So actor um, Lauren London, who was, you know, Nikki Hustle's, Nipsey's um, partner, and she's the mother of his two children, she did not attend any part of the trial nor did any of his relatives and none gave any impact statements. I can imagine that is the most hard thing for her to deal with. Another reminder, she's been working hard to get back to her normal. I think she just started dating recently. It's been four years. Um, and she's been, she's still mourning her partner. You know, she did an interview recently and she said she's still going through stages of grief because that man was a, probably the love of her life. And she has two children with the man. So of course, you know, this was a huge, huge thing that she had to deal with and her children. So um, all I can say is I hope this man um, gets um, the help he needs when he's incarcerated and he no, I, I would never say nobody should be rehabilitated or have a chance to, you know, like a second chance. But I do hope that, well, he he realizes the um, impact of that one action in that one community that he did. And let's top off with, <laughs> now obviously I was going to do a deep dive on East Palestine Ohio, what happened with the train derailment, but, and it, it's so deep. I mean, we're not going to get to all of it, but I did want to mention that Trump decided he wanted to go over to East Palestine, or I think it's called East Palestine. If I'm saying it wrong, um, my apologies. He went to this site to promote his own brand of bottled water. It's called Trump Spring Water. Now, I will briefly say this. Donald Trump, who rolled back the rail safety regulations and slashed environmental protections during his administration, um, had the gall to come over there. I mean, I just think it's kind of interesting because he just showing up for a, a, a photo op. That's how I look at it. He's bringing water and he's, he's, he's uh, trying to say, oh, Biden's not here. And uh, Pete, um, you know, the department, the transfer, uh, transportation secretary 
uh, in Biden's administration is not there, but I'm sure they are going to get there. You know, it's easy to come and show up and, and so you can get your name in the press again. So you can get some buzz around yourself. I normally don't talk about him on this platform because I don't like to give him too much uh, glory. <laughs> but it's very interesting when he rolled back a lot of those protections that could have helped. And, you know, and also another thing that um, it's made this um, Ohio in a predictable uh, in a very strange situation. And I do have a lot of empathy for the people there because what they're dealing with is a governor who did not want to accept federal assistance. Biden called and he was told, hey, I'll call you when I need something. Meanwhile, you got bubbling water, uh, bubbling chemicals in the water. I just, I don't get it. A lot of times it's easy for people to blame an administration, but when we go vote and we have a local situation occur, not to say that the White House isn't going to do anything, but uh, I think they're going to have to step in eventually because from what I've seen, the water is terrible and it's not just an Ohio problem because the water goes from there to other states, including my own. Um at least six states um, get affected by the water stream from the water that's in Ohio. And also the states that are affected um, do a lot of produce and other things that a lot of Americans like buy, you know, in their stores. There's a lot of production of things out of Ohio that's now not going to be produced. And I'm wondering what's going to happen. Um, so just saying the you know, love and light to the community. I can't imagine my backyard looking like a science experiment and then EPA popping up, you know, after basically my governor said, hey, go and drink the water. And then you have uh, Northern, Southern, whatever this name, this organization is uh, popping up, um, asking. And at first they only wanted to offer um, like, um, you know, $5 a family. This is some crazy stuff I heard through social media. I hope it's not real. <laughs> but now they're giving like $1,000. I think a lot of people in that area, they probably going to end up having to leave that whole community because it's a toxic waste. It's a toxic waste. And that's all. I mean, so I know that our department, our transportation secretary is scheduled to get over there soon. And um, I see that he's going to be visiting the area soon. So it's not like what Trump said. Like, I, I know that the federal government will have to step in eventually, but elections have consequences. And we have a governor that's not going to do right by us. I hope American people, no matter what state you're in, what your situation in life in, remember the time that you needed something and your local official turned their back on you while they go to their comfortable home and drink their clean water 
and you are drinking dirt or drinking nasty water. You know, I have a family member who lives in a community where for years we used to joke about the water. The water was basically coming from the well system, the well, like well water, I guess you would call it. And we used to joke and say, man, people probably get sick from this. And little did I know years later, my family member, member got cancer and we couldn't figure out how this, they got cancer. Like, was it from the water? Because the water had rust in it, guys, rust in the water. But my family member didn't really drink that water. My family member had to go and get, you know, the water from the store and get the big bottles of water delivered to their home. But something in the environment out there, may this person may have been exposed to some kind of um, uh, toxins. So it's, it's very concerning times. Keep our eyes open with so much going on. I'll say this, you know, be grateful that you don't have to deal with that situation, but pray for those people. Send love and light to those people because I can't imagine my backyard turned into a science experiment and I got to figure out how I'm going to leave. And for the individuals that are terribly, um, you know, in a, such a bad situation, a lot of these people were farmers. Now, I don't hear a lot of people talking about that either. So um, all I'm going to say is I hope that that governor, which I don't understand, I guess because he's a Republican, he don't want to ask Democrats for nothing, but why don't you just ask for emergency funds for your, that's a disaster area. I've seen the pictures and I've seen a lot of videos on social media where people in that community are literally hurting. So I'll say that you never know when something like that's going to happen and be grateful for what you got because tomorrow could be different. Anyway, hope everybody has a great weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Be well.